Welcome to Mental Break It Down, a podcast for therapists and the therapy curious, where we dig into all things mental health and mental health adjacent. We're so happy you're here. Let's jump in. Hello. Hi. I'm Sonia. I'm Sam. I'm Liz. Welcome to Mental Break It Down. <laughs> Thanks so much for being here today. So excited to be here. We're excited to have you. We went to grad school together and we love an excuse to see you. I love an excuse to see you guys. <laughs> Tell us why you're in town. Because, you know, I don't, I, you do things. You do, you do things. <laughs> because I'm like, I need to swim a mile. I uh-huh. need to bike 56 miles. And then I need to run a half marathon with a bunch of other people. I so, mean, my friend is a triathlete. <laughs> so amazing. Yeah, it's fun. You do a lot. I do a lot of triathlons. Uh-huh. I do. I love them. They're... And we sometimes are at the finish line waiting with snacks. With snacks. <laughs> But while I'm just like, like I'm sweaty. That's the thing about a triathlon is at the end, you've been in a lake, you've been on a bike. So like you've had dirt kicked onto you and then Mm -hmm. you ran. So you're like sweaty, lakey, dirty. And just like, and then the nutrition you're eating is like sugar. Uh So like, you're just kind of a hot mess of a human. Like Uh it's pretty nasty at the end. But also amazing. It is. It's it's the best. It's my favorite thing in the world. I'm so glad you picked that up. You started doing that during grad school. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I signed up for the Coeur d'Alene Half Ironman in October of 2021. And here you are. Here I am. And I did it in June of 2022. And then I was like, I got to keep doing more of these. They're so fun. (laughs) Look at our Liz. Uh, Okay, let's start out with just telling us about you. Who are you, Liz? Who am I? Um... Friend, therapist, amazing. Liz's favorite thing, trying to do a bio. Yes. That stresses me out. I was trying to do my bio on LinkedIn, and they like have you do a headline or whatever, Uh and it's supposed to be short. I'm like, what do do I put? Like, I am more than a bunch of, like, adjectives. Okay. No, you're not. Not Not on the internet. (laughs) Not on the internet. Internet, you are a handful of nouns. That's it. (laughs) You are so much, much more. But really, 100 characters or less. Who are you, Liz? <laughs> Five words, go. My name's Liz. I'm a mental health therapist, LMHCA. I'm an associate. I graduated in December of 2022. Graduated a little early um, because one of our other friends, Isabel, was like, I'm going to graduate early. And I said, I will copy you. Let's go. I love it. <laughs> uh, and then I work in community mental health in Spokane, Washington. And yeah, kind of. I took a little career change. I worked in corporate marketing after I graduated with my undergrad and then swapped careers in, um, when was that? Right after COVID. Mm-hmm. Or during, during COVID. COVID. Yeah, during yeah. COVID. Yeah. During COVID. Our is, grad yeah. program was during mm-hmm. pandemic. Yep. But I had made the decision before the pandemic. Okay. But it just kind of coincided. And what made you make that decision? Uh, I think the short answer is I looked at where my career would be going if I stayed in corporate marketing mm-hmm. and all of the different avenues. And I was excited about none of them. And I was like, I'm too young to not be excited mm. about where my career is going. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then spent a lot of time being like, I think I want to be a counselor, talking to people about it. And then finally, people started saying, you've been talking about this for a year. You need to just do it. So I did. <laughs> so glad you did. Me too. How has it been for you since graduation? It's been the best. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, so I, during grad school, I was doing freelance marketing um, and I was just working a lot and life felt so busy and it felt so scattered. Like, I think anyone who's made a career transition, it's, at least for me, there was like a year to year and a half that felt like I wasn't, I had my feet in two different 
world. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's felt so good to just fully be immersed in being a counselor. And I love where I work and I love my clients. And that's so good. I do remember you working full time. Were you still full time during grad it was school? Like, it was like it was weird. I worked at a gym checking people in. That's right. And then I worked freelance and I did that like between 10 and 30 hours a week. Okay. Towards the end of my program, it was more like 10 hours a week. Yeah. During one busy period, I was working more. And I freelanced for two different companies. How it was, was just busy. It was juggling yeah. a lot. You were doing too much. Correct. And now you're just <laughs> doing this. You're, yeah. you're just a therapist. Not just a therapist. But, but yes, just you're only a therapist. Yeah, yeah. Your focus that's is That's my that. only income source. Is I have one place for it. Yeah. But that's your focus. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you love it. You're you're loving the work. And you're loving the clients. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy for you. Probably for you guys. This office is incredible. Oh, You're very sweet. I'm like, I want you to come decorate my office. <laughs> we would love to. It'll Please. just be a whole bunch of screaming and Amazon orders. Please. <laughs> Please. My office is really sad. It's very bad. <laughs> no. Is it just beige? What is it? Well, I'm just not a good decorator. So the things hung up on the wall are haphazard. And then I work mm. with kids. So I have like beads on the floor and I have like balloons in the corner. Uh-huh. And then I have like, it's just, and like, you know, a little girl the other day put marker on one of my pillows and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I was like, I literally don't care. Don't care. Do <laughs> like, you? Draw on the walls. I don't care. Like, <laughs> it's fine. So t- let's talk about your work. Mm-hmm. Tell us about your work. And in community mental health, yeah. yeah. Who do you work with? What's your focus? So I work in community mental health. Um, that's where I interned, and then I stayed after I interned. So I work with children and adults, but we specialize in children. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of like our main focus: children and adolescents. So most of my caseload is uh, kids. Which, when you're working with kids, you're working a lot with parents. Yes. Um, and then adolescents, and then I have a handful of adults on my caseload as well, who are wonderful. Um, and we specialize, so it's community mental health, and we really work with a lot of trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also see, like, depression and anxiety, and then we do a lot of um, parent coaching. So we do this therapy called parent-child interaction therapy that I'm getting trained in. And then um, I don't do as much of this work, but our agency is known for working with um, problematic sexualized behaviors. Mm. So I do a little bit of that here and there, and it's nice to have the expertise in the building. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about was it parent child parent child interaction therapy yeah what, what is, is that? that it's so cool tell us i'm so <laughs> excited to tell you <laughs> um so again and when i was in grad school i was like i'm not going to work with kids yeah and actually when i started interning i was like how do i talk to children mm-hmm. they don't really teach you that You're unless like, What's that's up, your bro? focus yeah, yeah. literally <laughs> And I'm like, I, even now with my kids, and luckily the kid clients I have can call me out, but sometimes I'll use too big of words. Uh-huh. And I'm like, do you know that word? And they're like, no. <laughs> or one time a kid goes, do you think I'm an adult? And I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's what I do respect about kids. They'll, they'll really tell you when you're not doing a good job. At oh, I love working with kids. They're so fun. But parent-child interaction therapy, I got to shadow a lot of it. And mm-hmm. I really learned a lot about how to interact with kids. Um, through that therapy, but it's a therapy that's working on behavior, and it's also um, a trauma intervention. So mm-hmm. it works on behavior in children, but it also works as a intervention for kids who are undergoing or have undergone trauma. And I'm trying to think of how to word this, but it's a lot of parent training. So it's divided into two sections, 
And the first section of PCIT is all about the parent building a positive relationship with their kid, Mm -hmm. which is so cool to see. And we teach them the skills of how to, like, interact with their kid, build confidence with their kid, and have special bonding time with their kid. And then after they learn that, we go into this room and there is a one-way mirror and the parent and the kid play. And then the therapist goes behind the mirror and there's a um, – <clears throat> like the parent has a earpiece and we coach them. Interesting. Yeah. And we wow. coach them on how to play with their kid. So it's really like skills building mm-hmm. for the parents. Uh, so I really appreciate this because I'm not sure if either of you have experienced this. We get the really involved parents that are very supportive. But on the other end of that, we get the – my kid has a problem, fix it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, guess what? You actually need therapy also. Mm-hmm. You need therapy together and just learning how each other works and how to support mm-hmm. your kiddo. So this is built into this theory. It's so cool. And you're exactly that right. So yeah. Cool. Especially with kids, it's like 50 minutes a week is not going to do. I mean, there's like trauma therapies that we do with kids where 50 minutes a week is like a lot. Yeah. Like make, mm-hmm. not making. A kid talking about a traumatic experience for 50 minutes. Yeah. I mean, it's usually yes. never 50, but that's a lot. It is. It's intense. Oh, so it intense. It can be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the nice thing about PCAT, too, is like the model works not only because of the live coaching, but we ask the parents every day that they're not in counseling to do five minutes of, we call it special playtime with their kid. Mm-hmm. So, and we can tell if they, we have them bring in a homework sheet of saying what how long did you do it what toys did you use and we're constantly um giving them a survey to see if the behavior is going down which is amazing that we see the kids behavior go down just with the positive parenting mm-hmm. and that's before we even move into the consequence like sequence where we're teaching parents how to give your kids good commands how to react when your kids don't listen to your commands mm-hmm. before we even get into that behaviors go down because kids are getting that attention. They're learning, oh, I can get attention through these positive ways and parents are reinforcing. I will give you attention through these positive avenues yeah. and they're reducing giving attention for negative behavior. It's so cool. So just from the parents spending time with the kiddos, the negative behavior is being decreased. The, I would say parents spending time and then using the skills. Mm-hmm. So and the skills include things like active ignoring. If your kid is if your kid's going mm-hmm. instead of being like, stop that, put your tongue in your mouth, <laughs> uh-huh. just ignore it. Right. Like. Just let them do it because uh-huh. they're looking for something. And even saying stop that is giving them some level of attention. Wow. Yeah, so it's reinforcing mm-hmm. the negative behavior, mm-hmm. even though you don't know that you're doing mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How cool. So uh, just so I understand, you, it's therapy for both child and parent together yep. and then also training. And is there ever individual sessions yeah so when we teach the parents the skill we do a parent coach session so there are at least two parent coach like two parent coach sessions one up front of like we're teaching you that it's called cdi child directed intervention teaching you how to like i think the skills are like reflecting what your kid is saying describing what they're saying praising them and just engaging with them enjoying with them Mm -hmm. and then not giving them commands not doing any criticism not asking any questions i mean a few but ideally you're just letting them lead the play so we coach Mm -hmm. for that then once they reach mastery on that then we coach for the parent directed intervention and that's like okay how do you give an effective command to your kid Mm -hmm. you know and then okay if your kid doesn't listen to the command what's the chain of reactions that lead to a consequence for your kid that you know these just sound like good parenting skills for real yeah 
It's cool. It I is love cool. That bringing the parents into the therapy space because individual therapy is it, it doesn't. It's not to say this like you know tackles the system mm-hmm. of the family because it's not everybody involved. Mm-hmm. But bringing the parents in is so effective because you, you're a kiddo, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have a lot of autonomy and control about how other people treat you or what your home life is. So doing therapy and then sending kiddo back yep. into that system—that's it's so slow going, if going at all, sometimes, mm-hmm. which is frustrating for kiddo parents and therapist. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm really excited about this, and it works. Yeah, you're seeing it. Mm-hmm. You're seeing it with your clients. Mm-hmm. How long is the training? I don't know. <laughs> you're just in, in it. it. I'll just, somebody will tell me when it's done. Correct. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Sonia knows this about me. <laughs> no, I I'm like, love do it. tomorrow? Cool. <laughs> I love that you can just pivot and you're flexible. <laughs> and you know what? Rigidity, let's throw it out the window. It's fine. Well, that, could, that could be my bio. Uh-huh. Rigidity, let's throw it out the window. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who needs it? I <laughs> know uh, I I appreciate your like go with the flow attitude on so many things because that's not how I roll in so many things and it hurts my brain sometimes. So good job for you. Well, look, you have all like all of this successfulness is from like having systems and thinking them through. I think it's so impressive. <laughs> she believes a facade. <laughs> We've done it correctly. We're it's scamming. The it's the art in the front room. Yes, <laughs> really told me. I'm like, how much did you pay for this? And he's like, we made it. We made it in the backyard with essentially pancake batter. And it yes. got all over Sam's dog. I was like, oh, no. Is your dog huge? Papi and Mache. Yeah, they yeah. both are. <laughs> yes. He was very interested in what we were doing, and it smelled delicious. He's like, yes. Yeah. Let me get in it. We are off the rails on this podcast episode. And it's I'm fine. here for it. I'm here for it. Leave it to her to always ruin our fun and bring us back. <laughs> Someone's got to keep us in line. Whatever. It's ours. We can do what we want. (laughs) Okay, Liz. Out of grad school, you're a full-time therapist. Mm -hmm. What has been the most surprising part of all of this? Being a therapist? Yeah. Because just living a human life as also a therapist. Let's talk about that. What is it like to be Liz Jacobs and also a therapist and a triathlete and just overall hot girl? You know, I just I just do it. Okay. Like, I do you what know, I it can. comes so naturally. I don't even notice I'm doing it. <laughs> I just roll out of bed and it's just fine. It's just like yeah. into my hot girl shit. Yeah. I'm going to hype yeah. you up all the time. Into my hot girl shit, you should just see the chaos. I had to bring cookies to work the other day and I'm uh-huh. like coming off the fire escape. Half the cookies fall off the fire escape. Why were Why you, are you on, on a fire escape? Because that's how I leave my apartment. Uh, okay. <laughs> what Was I'm there a fire? Well, do no, your, because does your front faster. door not work? No, it's faster. It's very on brand for you. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm here for it. Okay. Accepted. I feel kind of cool, like, walking out of the fire escape. But you dropped all the cookies. Uh, half of them. Okay. And they weren't that good either. It was pretty sad. <laughs> I was like, I'm not, like, Baker, like, the girl, like, the cute therapist, who's like, I'm going to bring cookies to work. That's not my brand. <laughs> what is like, your brand? Oh, no, my yeah. mediocre cookies. <laughs> oh, no, mediocre cookies. Oh, no, my mediocre cookies. <laughs> They're on the ground now. Bummer. Well, less there's of- less people that won't be disappointed in this. <laughs> Thank goodness. I was like, less people to not eat them. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> then why bring cookies? Okay, because I, okay, it's a whole thing. Let's, let's get into it. Get into it. My coworker does fantasy football as a team bonding thing. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I hate football. Yeah. Same. And, but, uh, I love like, this, mm-hmm. but I love this coworker. And he was like, you should do this because team bonding. And I said, okay. And I lost the first week. And if you lose, then you have to bring cookies. So I was like, not only am I playing fantasy football, 
And not only did I lose a fantasy football, but now I have to bring mediocre cookies. <laughs> well, was your price for freedom from this mediocre cookies? No, I have to keep playing. You have like to keep every play- week. Wow. Oh, okay. I could have to see how co- much I understand about but that. But that's what I mean. I, I can have to bring cookies every week if my team sucks, which I picked based off of the names. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> On like, brand. do they look cute in their uniform? Are they funny? <laughs> do I like the colors of the? Do uniform? they love their mom? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, what are their nice? hobbies? Do they have dogs? <laughs> It's like a dating service, but you're just picking them to play some sort of game you don't understand. I'm out here bringing snacks every week to work because I keep losing. <laughs> can, you just, oh, no. can you just buy Oreos? That's what I'm doing next time. Okay. Because right. I'm Oreos. Yeah, so don't go. Don't I'm go outsourcing through. next time. Yeah, don't mm-hmm. do that to yourself. Never again. And if you drop them off the fire escape, they'll still be in the package. You know what? Next time you go buy them, just buy like seven yes. packets. And then I can just like throw them out. You can just leave them at the office and just Genius. be like, here. I'm like, I'm probably going to lose. Here you go. And they're like, yes, correct. If I just give you seven things of Oreos, can I not do this? Because <laughs> you're an adult and you can go, no, thank you. Wait, how many weeks do you have to be in this? Are you shocked that I don't know? It's the whole season. <laughs> how I many believe weeks? it's the whole football season into January. Didn't it no. just start? Football goes that long? Yeah, because the Super Bowl is always in like February. I thought it was in November. Ma'am. <laughs> no, there's just big games during Thanksgiving. Is that what you're thinking? Yes. Of? She thought <laughs> the Super Bowl the happens end. in like January, you're February. Right, it totally does. Yeah, you're screwed, girl. I'm super screwed. <laughs> I hope you didn't want to enjoy your fall and winter. I, you're not well, gonna. well, I'm not going to now. <laughs> It's over. Cuffing season, you're just cuffed to football. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. Oh no. oh, no, you did not know what you signed Our up for. Our condolences for your Thank forced you. fun. Thank you. Also, three therapists trying to figure out football is hilarious. None of us know. No, I have no idea. Everybody in our lives that loves football is just collectively rolling their eyes. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. I don't care. Let them roll their eyes. Hair flip. <laughs> flip that braid. <laughs> Okay, what was the original question? What is my life like? Yes, what is your life like as a therapist in a triathlete? Sonia has to always keep everybody on track. I'm like, I we'll forgot the question. She was actually asking you what the question was. Yeah. Uh-huh. You did good Beautifully though. done. Lovely. Yeah. You know how I do. So anyway. Keeping people on track. <laughs> I'm always, you know, do it to it. Fun police. Um, It's been good. I, I was actually talking to someone about this the other day. Like, I really try not to have my entire identity be a therapist. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not like I am Liz and I'm a mental health clinician. It's but, the I am whatever you say after that. You have to be in its yeah. period and yes. its statement. Yeah. It's too much. Um, But I, I mean, I love it is a part of my identity. Like, I love my clients. I love my work. I love my job. And sometimes my job stresses me out. And sometimes my job drains me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I get tired and sad and like emotionally overwhelmed. Um, so I'm super thankful for triathlon stuff. It's great to like go for a run or like bike rides. Bike rides are magical. Mm-hmm. I think they heal my soul in weird ways. How? Why is that weird? I think that's wonderful. It's, it's just you get bugs in your teeth and you do. it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, running too. I get a yeah. lot of bugs in my face when I, I mean, run. But it's it's do you feel like it helps you kind of wash the heaviness of the work sometimes mm-hmm. and it yeah. cleanses. Okay. Yeah. And it's time for my brain to kind of be suspended, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It does. It does. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I don't really, the only discipline I listen to music on is running. Mm-hmm. But so for the most part, like swimming and biking are pretty quiet. Yeah. Mm. Um, and running, I can listen to music that I feel that makes me feel good. 
So I love, I do love training in that. Like it's a time for myself. It's usually like either time alone or with other triathletes. And the great thing about other triathletes is we can talk for an hour and not once do we talk about something serious or deep or introspective. We talk about heart rates and (laughs) components. And I'm like, this is great. It's something (laughs) other than what you do for a job that's really heavy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So being able to let that go is really important. I'm glad you found a way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And like bonding over something like kind of silly. So I, I enjoy that. Um, How is being a triathlete silly? I feel like that would take every ounce of my energy to even do that. Maybe that's the point that that is silly. I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, we say that, right, to clients mm-hmm. all the time. Self-care, do mm-hmm. what feeds your soul, do mm-hmm. what nourishes Physical you. activity. Physical yeah. activity, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Maybe for some people it's mm-hmm. just stretching mm-hmm. or taking a walk. Walks. And for you, it's running, Mm -hmm. biking, swimming, and you are modeling that for your clients. Mm -hmm. We have to be able to do what we are recommending Mm -hmm. to our clients. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I started thinking, I was like, oh, I wonder if Liz ever considered doing like nature-based therapy, but then it's also bringing the thing you're getting away from into your own personal space too. I have thought about that, like especially with teens. Mm -hmm. I would love, I, I am very aware of like, so I thought a lot about like teens and eating disorders too. And I would love to like, or just like hyper exercise to like look a certain way just because mm-hmm. I feel bad for teens because like the internet is just a TikTok. I'm like everyone on there. Like I just hate how many teens talk about how their bodies and how they talk about their bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, So I was like, it'd be cool to do like self-care through exercise in a way that's affirming. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a delicate balance. And not that I think teenagers – it's not that they haven't been concerned about how they look. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's since Forever. the beginning. But right now, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's always in Accessible. your face. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. people always have access to you. There's no break. Yep. Mm-hmm. And just access to plastic surgery. And and great, if that makes you feel better and your parents are signing off on it, like, yeah. do you. But it is everywhere. Mm-hmm. You cannot get away from it mm-hmm. as a teenager, it feels like yeah. right now. And when you're at an age where you're still developing your critical thinking mm-hmm. skills, it's sometimes hard to tell like real from fake stuff because yes. you just believe it. You're like, oh, I don't know any better, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And so you see these very carefully curated lives on social media. You're like, oh, that is reality. I have to aspire to that. That's not what I live in. And so there's this constant pressure. Mm-hmm. Do you find yourself um, working mostly with teens or so lately it's been more kids because I'm getting trained in PCIT and adults, mm-hmm. but I have a handful of teens. I love working with teens. Do you really? Yeah, they're great. They're so fun. Mm. What's great about Tell us more because I don't work with teens. I'm adults only. Oh, you're adults only. Yeah. I love that. You're so – and it would be lucky to be your client. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're nice. Do you work with teens? Uh, I did an internship. Yeah, my first ever client yeah, was a teen. I think I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Did you like it? I did. I liked working with – teens are funny. They're hilarious. Yeah. And they don't mean to be. I just, I'm I'm always in awe. And I think even of myself growing up, you think of like, yeah, growing up is hard, right? Because you're learning, A, what it actually means to be a person. Mm-hmm. And then when you get in your teen years, you're applying that while your brain's like, hey, you know what you hate now? Your whole family. <laughs> yep. Because you have to differentiate yourself yep. and, and start your independence and what that yep. means for you. And it's just learning to be a person is really difficult. Mm-hmm. And so if you can bring like almost some, auntie energy into it and normalize the fact that this is really hard and some people don't understand like that how helpful Mm -hmm. i just thought like what would i have needed as a teen 
like if I was going through this certain situation. Oh, I love that. It's a lot of fun. That's so cool. That's so true. It's like you have this moment as a teen where you're suddenly like, I hate my family and I need all of my peers to accept me now. Yeah. My peers are the most important <laughs> yep. thing. My family sucks. And if you talk to me, I swear to God, I'll scream. <laughs> because you're feeling all of the hormones and feelings all at once. Yeah, which is very natural. I have a lot of compassion for it. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, you can scream. That's fine. I'll be over here. <laughs> Like with my nieces and nephews, I'm like, you're okay. I'm going to go get a snack. Let me know whenever this is over. You keep screaming. I'm a really great aunt. Yeah. <laughs> That's honestly what you should do. Yeah. Active ignoring. Full circle. Oh my God, there you guys, you go. I'm winning. I'm really good at this, naturally. Do you see it? No, it's good. I love it. You actively, actively ignore all my bad behavior. So. <laughs> actively encourage. Thank you. Uh, no, I like, I like working with teens. Yeah. And I like working out with teens. I don't know. They're just fun. They're yeah, just you like, don't need a single thing you yeah, need to point out. Yeah, they're just kind of like, they just kind of come in and like, I don't know. And everyone is different too. Like teen boys, you know, the, the handful of teen boys I work with are like, it's a different approach than like, you know, teen girls or like teen non-binary clients. And like mm-hmm. everyone has their own like struggle and like yeah. everyone experiences high school so differently yep, right you know like i have a you know, handful of teens and every single one of them has a vastly different high school experience mm-hmm. and like different hobbies or different non-hobbies or different like dynamics with their parents or yeah. not parents like some mm-hmm. some teens don't have like their biological parents they might be living with like an aunt or an uncle or whatever mm-hmm. um so and every one of them is different and i think the thing i like about that age group is there's a lot of like hope and excitement yeah and the thing I struggle with is when I don't like a, a client is a teen and is experiencing depression. It's like, oh, like it all feels blah. Yeah. And this is the time when you start dreaming about mm-hmm. who you could be or who you could be with or who you can become friends with or where you could live. And so it like is hard when they're like, but it's all gray. Yeah. For what? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of figuring out mm-hmm. in those teen years. And yeah, like you're figuring everything mm-hmm. out, who you are, who you're like, what your relationships look mm-hmm. like. What do you want to do in the future? It doesn't ever stop, though. No, it doesn't. It's, but it's just I think so extreme in the is, teen years because it's the first time you really start thinking about stuff. That's true. That's a yes. good reframe because I, I still do that. I still yeah. have that every day. day. Yeah, every of day. Of course. Mm-hmm. But when you're a teenager, it's like biologically things are changing mm-hmm. and like hormonally, like, mm-hmm. there's so much going on. Mm-hmm. And it's that like, uh, teenagers. But like, really, they're going through some shit. Yeah. And they know. Being a teen is hard. Yeah. And they know so much more about mental health than like I did as a teenager. Same. Like I'll be talking. The good part of social media. Yeah. Like I'll be like, oh, like CPTSD. And they're like, oh, yeah, I know about that. I was like, how? Tell me about it. Yeah. They they like bring in an assessment they printed. (laughs) No. I have that. (laughs) You have not. You have. Oh, my gosh. I love that. (laughs) It's amazing. Okay. Now I'm curious. Um. With so many teen mm-hmm. and younger clients, how often are you watching TikToks and Reels in your sessions? Do you have to research things they say? Yes. <laughs> yes. Nothing makes you feel like a dinosaur faster than being like, I'm sorry, what does yeet mean? Do and we still use that? younger than both of us. Uh-huh. And so I, a lot. And I look younger than I am. Yeah. So everyone thinks I'm 22. Uh-huh. Like parents are like, you're not 22. I'm like, no, ma'am. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't watch, like, I watch TikToks for myself. Let's sure, be real. Yeah. Um, but I do have one client. Uh, well, I have a couple clients who will show me TikToks and reels, which I love. I actually have an adult client who one time was like, here's this TikTok about therapy and it reminds me of you. So, Aww. you know, I, I've had that. And, like, 
I think pop culture is also a great way to bond with teens. Mm-hmm. Like it's like an intake packet. Like what meme best describes yes. you and how you're presenting issues? Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, and like it's, it, exactly. Or like I sometimes when clients uh, safety plan, I'm like, send me a meme with your safety plan. Like, oh, I love, I that. love it. You know? Yeah, I had um, a client in internship who was a teen, preteen, teen, um, and they brought a TikTok in to show me. This is what I wish I could tell my parents. Mm. And this TikTok describes it so well. Mm. And I'm thinking of maybe sharing this with my parents. And I think that's the Mm. best parts of social media Mm -hmm. when they have access to things that are tools, Mm -hmm. really, in order to express themselves. Because coming out to your parents Mm -hmm. or your family or or trying to explain your identities or, you know, it's hard. It's hard as an adult. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine trying to do that at 13, 12, 14. And if you have TikTok to help you, why not? Mm -hmm. And we watched it in session together, which is not something grad school prepared us for. Grad school. Mm. There are a lot of things grad school did not prepare me for. My Uh, supervisor prepared me for a lot of things. Yeah. Uh My internship site prepared me very well. Yeah. For everything, almost, that I had to experience. Okay, let's go there then. We will go there. We're running out of time, actually. Oh, so oh, we yeah. will go there next time when we force you to be here and hanging out with Ooh, us. Oh, I love that. We'll talk all about it. It was so nice to have you so here. Good, hear. good luck with your race tomorrow. What is the time you're trying to beat? I'm afraid to say it. Okay. <laughs> well, then your to, personal record. Yeah. I'm, 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 <laughs> shooting, I'm shooting for a personal record. I love I'm going to swim really fast. That I'm going to bike really fast. Last year, you had a flat tire. So I let's did. hope you don't get yes. that this year. Manifest- Thank you for remembering that. We're giving you all the good juju for all the equipment Thank goodness. You. Thank you. No bike racks. No, bi- no flat no tires. No safety. No tripping on the run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And please come back soon. Thanks for joining us. <gasps> Thanks mm-hmm. for having me. Bye. 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 Mental Break It Down is produced and edited by Sam and Sonia. Our logo was created by the amazing Art of Andoy. If you have any questions, comments, or have a topic you want discussed on the podcast, email us at mentalbreakitdown at gmail.com or connect with us on Instagram at mentalbreakitdown. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Nothing said in this podcast constitutes personal or professional consultation, therapy, diagnosis, or creates a counselor-client relationship. It is not intended to provide medical or mental health advice. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests are theirs alone. Thanks for listening. Bye.